Welcome to the Marketing Interrupt Podcast. This podcast is all about cutting through the nonsense to give those working in the mortgage and real estate industry content that will put them ahead of the curve and get to the consumer first. I am your host, Jason Frazier. Now let's get started. What's up, everyone? I hope you are having an amazing day, whatever day this happens to be that you're listening to this podcast. I want to welcome you to another episode of the Marketing Interrupt podcast. Very excited uh, for today's topic because I think it's an important one. It's one that I've been preaching for a long time and excited for today's guest to uh, you know shed uh, some of her expertise and experience in this particular topic. And uh, without further ado, Shondell, go ahead and introduce yourself. Yeah, thank you so much for having me on your, your show today. Um, I am Shondell Barciana, and I am the founder of a content writing company called Barcy Media. Uh, we write content for financial institutions. Awesome. And it's and for those that have been longtime listeners of mine knows that I am a name killer. And uh, and so when we got on uh, earlier, Shondell was asking how to pronounce her name. Uh, but it actually, you know, I if I would have took a stab at it, it actually I probably would have came off right on this one because uh, generally it's it's always uh, it, it's just kind of it's just part of my charm, I think, is to just uh, pronounce things incorrectly. So uh, Shondell Varciana, thank you so much for joining us. And so today's topic, we're going to be talking about um, uh writing for a, a particular group of people, like a niche, right? And we all know what that is, or some of you may call it a niche. Shondell and I were talking about that before we uh, started recording on the, on the podcast. But, you know, one thing that I am, I am very big on is, is having, try not to be everything to everyone. And same with your content. You, you have to have an audience. And, you know, I talk about this with agents and loan officers all the time, where it's like, well, it's just like when I ask them, what, the, what is your market? Like, where are you marketing to? And they're like, well, I do, you know, I, I do stuff here. And, you know, I'll just use my old hometown for an example, like the San Francisco Bay Area. Like, oh, I do stuff in the East Bay, but I also do a couple loans down in Southern California. It's like, well, yeah, audience, market, everything is completely different. So it's good to focus uh, on one group and where you're marketing, where you're going to do a majority of your business. It's also, you know, you've heard the term, um, the riches are in the niches. And that is the case. I know a, a lot of great people who have completely niched on a certain type of business, a certain, uh, you know, whatever that happens to be, first time home buyers, could be veterans, could be um, move up buyers, people that are retiring, you know, people that are shedding some space, whatever. Um, and that's their group because it's, it's, to me, it's great in, uh, to be an expert in one thing as opposed to try to be everything to everyone and just, you know, spread yourself too thin. So um, continuing with that topic, um, Shondell, why don't you talk to me a little bit about uh, writing content uh, for a, a particular niche? Yes, uh, definitely. Um, and great points that you just made uh, in terms of the riches are definitely in the, the, the niche. And <laughs> Uh, when I say that too, it's funny, I posted a video today on LinkedIn and I was talking about this very topic and uh, I started it by saying, you know, speaking to everyone is really speaking to no one because mm -hmm. it's, 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 it's really, really difficult and almost impossible to write content that speaks to everyone because there's not a one size fits everyone. You know, everyone has their different wants. So as you were saying, you know, if you're going to focus on first time home buyers, it's difficult to focus on first time home buyers and move up buyers at the same time yep. because they're two completely different audiences. So if you are speaking to you know, a, a particular group of people, it makes it easier when you know exactly what they want, because then you're able to provide solutions 
based on the problems that they're having. And you could do that through your content, through your messaging, um, however that may be. You're, you're speaking directly to them based on whatever problem that they're having, whether it be, you know, they're looking for their first home. They're not exactly sure, um, you know, what they need to have to qualify. They may not know what their credit score needs to be like. They may not know what the down payment, the minimum down payment that they need. So you can speak directly to that uh, versus somebody who is, you know, looking for a second home. They're looking to move up. They already know all of those um, answers to those questions. So they're not going to be asking those questions. They may be asking questions like, okay, um, maybe I want to buy a second home. How much equity can I take out of my current home to do that if I want to refinance? Um, so they'll have different, a different, um, they'll have different questions than somebody who is uh, a first time home buyer. So that's the reason why it's important to focus on a particular group of individuals and then um, produce messaging that speaks to that group. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, but, you know, I think one thing is important as people that are hearing this, because you may serve uh, different people, for example, um, veterans, and you may have veterans that are first time home buyers, but they're also uh, a veteran. So a VA loan and and being an expert in the VA loan uh, uh, product and and all the different, you know, guides and and regulations and all the things that are important uh, for that. So uh, talk to us a little bit about, um, you know, writing for multiple niches. Yes. So um, it's definitely important to focus on niches, but yes, you usually have multiple products and services that you will, um, uh, that will be tailored to different groups. So the messaging for that is, um, especially when it comes to your content, because I've seen this where you may be writing an article um, for, uh, you may be writing an article and you may be focused on multiple people within that article, that's where I say it gets confusing. So Mm -hmm. focusing on multiple different audiences, just create different messaging for them. So if you're going to be writing an article, keep that tailored to one audience and then write another topic for another audience and so forth. Same with social media posts, write a post for one audience and then write another post for another audience rather than trying to fit multiple audiences within one post. So I would just say create, and a great way to do this on our website is to create categories. So Mm -hmm. you can create a category for first time home buyers and then bring them through the first, uh, you know, the home buying process, bring them through that journey, through your content by answering their questions. Then you can have another section for veterans and then focus on content tailored more to them. So it's really just providing Um, specific content for a group, but you could provide multiple different kinds of content, just have each one of them focused on a particular group. Gotcha. And, you know, for, and and then maybe this, this will kind of, how do you personally, I mean, obviously, because you guys um, write content for financial institutions, but how, how are, how do you organize your content? You, you, like you guys personally, do you, are using just like a Google Doc, or are you guys using something like a uh, Trello board? Or how do you how do you organize your your content? Uh, in terms of when we write for our our, our clients, or in terms yes. of when we write for ourselves, or either either one, either one would be good. Oh, it would okay. be good to know what you just personally do for your own content, but also for uh, you know for you know, how are you organizing content just for you know more of just giving some direction that because like you know when we're our audience you know, it all sounds great. Um, but you know, they're at the end of the day, they're, they're real estate professionals or they're mortgage yeah. professionals. And that is what they focus on. Not yes. like, how do I it, it, really, a lot of them, they just need like, okay, I, I love it. I, I, I definitely am, am tracking, but like, how do I organize this stuff? What, what tools should I use to, to organize this? 
So um, what we do is we actually, um, it's a process. So we actually, to, to make it simple, we create editorial um, calendars. Mm-hmm. And what that does is it, um, like, so we're in, we're in May, right? We're going into June. But what we'll do is create a calendar um, based on what your focus is going to be, let's say, for the next six months. So for the rest of the year, mm-hmm. um, what are you focused on? Who are you targeting? What are their issues? And how? Are, what solutions do you have that will help them solve those issues? Then we can create a calendar. So um, sticking with the first-time homebuyer example, um, if that's where your focus is, uh, we're, we're heading, I know we're going through a pandemic right now, so things are a little, you know, yeah. wonky in terms of what people want. But let's say things weren't wonky. Um, you know, many people are, would be buying houses right now because it's, you know, we're, we're heading into the summer. It's, it's summer break. People usually want to move now before the, the fall season starts when their kids go back to school and so forth. So you can, be, you can create topics around um, those areas if your customers have those types of questions. Um, content always needs to be based on the questions your customers have because you always want to be answering those questions, solving those problems. So we organize things through an editorial calendar and topics are usually we come up with topics well in advance um, for the rest of the year for example usually we come up with six months to nine months in advance um, in terms of topics we have an internal system that we use but google docs works extremely well because Mm -hmm. multiple people could be updating it and it's live so google docs works extremely well Um, in terms of tools to help to organize it i would say google docs would be your, your your best friend yeah, no, that we do that a lot now uh, at um, at uh, CF Wholesale, where I uh, where I do marketing for the uh, for the wholesale channel, and um, that uh, you know having a team and being able to you know whether it's a PR release or some other thing, having yeah. multiple people be able to edit and then add their notes. It actually because I have you know I always just use Google Docs for Google Docs, but you know as far as like team collaboration or you know look you know for the people that are listening to this. Uh, could be someone else, or you have someone that maybe you have like a kind of a on on call. Well, I'm gonna say on call, but like you have a copywriter maybe that you have you know that peeks in there and, and kind of rewords wordsmiths what you write a little bit. A lot of what what I do. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, no, absolutely think that's great. And then you know you kind of touched on something you know when it's you know having that focus um, when it really comes to just you know publishing you know, really a focus on publishing content that speaks to your customers and your target audience. Can you talk to, uh, talk a little bit about that? Yes. Uh, so it's, it's, this is where a relationship building comes in and really, really knowing your customer as well as they know themselves or even better than they know themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, that's really what will set you apart from, you know, generalists and others who don't really take the time to get to know who their audience is, their likes, their dislikes, um, their interest, where yeah. are they in their journey um, in life? Uh, because different, like we're all in different, we're all in different areas, we're all in different journeys, we're all in different. Um, some some of us are on similar paths, but the more you know your customer, the better, because it will it will help in terms of um, being able to answer their questions mm-hmm. and knowing. Um, and 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 when I say being able to answer their questions, sticking with the first time homebuyer example. Um, where are they in their journey to home buying? Are they ready to buy within the next few months? Do they maybe need to do some work on their credit? Do they maybe need to come up with more savings? Um, so th- depending on where they are in their journey, you always want to be there to answer their questions. Because when they're ready to make that jump, 
to buy, that's where you'll come in. That's where that's when they'll think about you, and that's when you'll get that business. Um, but if you're nowhere to be found, if you're not answering their questions, and it does make it a little bit difficult. Um, but that would be the main thing: is relationship building, knowing your customers, knowing what questions they have, and then answering those questions through your content, through your messaging. Um, and that could be, you know, a, a bulk of different things. It could be blog posts, it could be social media messages, it could be videos, um, whatever your messaging is, however you're trying to reach your customer, um, it should be in a way that's going to be solving their problems and answering their questions. I'd like to take a quick pause here and give a shout out to our podcast partners. First, we have AFR Wholesale, who is specializing in specialized programs with our good friend and MortgageX alumna, Laura Brandea at the helm. AFR Wholesale has been bringing families home for over a decade. They are the nation's leading FHA 203k lender for sponsored originations, and we're proud to have them as a partner. You can check them out at, at AFRWholesale.com. Now back to the episode. Absolutely. And that's, that's great. Uh, the great points. And for those that are looking for like a real world example, um, I've talked about this before. A good friend of mine, Scott Shang, um, who's a mortgage broker in Southern California. Um, he has findmywayhome.com. And Scott is very, very focused on the type of content he puts out. He's been doing it since um, the, uh, I think around 2007 or eight, I could, could be mistaken, but somewhere around there when he started blogging and, and, and it's definitely helped grow his business, um, which will actually take me into a couple more points that, uh, I want to ask you, but, um, but findmywayhome.com and Scott Shang, mortgage broker in the trenches. He's a, you know, he's a mortgage broker. He, he originates loans, but he also knows the, the power of content and, and, and then publishing content that speaks right to your customers and to your target audience and staying completely consistent with that. And so, uh, so that's, you know, if you guys are looking for something, check out Scott again, find my way home, uh, com, And, uh, you, you could get just a real world example of the type of content he's doing now. Um, which, which takes me into the, the next thing I want to ask you about. We have, you know, we have the focus, we have the niche, we have the research We're you know, and, and another, you know, just taking just a quick step back, and I meant to mention this a second ago, but with staying on the topic of Scott Shang, um, if you're, you know, in, in terms of research and, and finding the content, which is always a question I get, um, Scott always talks about, hey, look in your look in your um, sent box on your email because uh, you're answering questions all day long, and a lot of them are the same. So there's your content, right? If you're if this if this is what you do, you're a loan originator, you're a real estate agent, you're going to be answering a lot of questions from consumers there's your content. You're getting the questions. And guess what? If those are the questions they're asking, that's the questions of people you haven't met yet. That's what they're asking. So provide those answers and getting and now, now segueing into what I wanted to ask you is now that we have that, what is a, uh, you know, let's talk about the importance of having the strategy to promote the content once you've written it. Okay. Uh, yes. And you made a very, very good point in terms of finding content. Uh, yeah, I will just echo exactly what you said, because when we get asked, how do we know what our customers want to know? Uh, exactly what you said is exactly how you know. Yeah. Um, also, questions they're asking on you know, social media, the comment mm -hmm. section on your website and your blog post, uh, customer, your customer service department, what kinds of questions people are calling to ask, your reviews, Google reviews. Um, all of that is, is great, a great way to answer questions because people are constantly engaging. 
um, and with with you. So definitely look at that because that's oftentimes overlooked. So I just wanted to echo what you just said. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so marketing the content really comes down to where your audience is. That's where you want to be marketing your content. Um, so yes, yeah, social media is great. I would just say focus on where your, your customers are. They may not be on LinkedIn. If they're not on LinkedIn, I wouldn't put as much emphasis on LinkedIn. I would put more emphasis on where they are. Um, so I can't really answer the questions on exactly where they are because I don't know exactly where your particular customers are. But wherever they are is where you want to place the most emphasis on. If they're on Facebook, you should be posting on Facebook daily, multiple times per day, and running ads on Facebook because Facebook, in my opinion, has one of the most, one of the best platforms in terms of uh, specific targeting and getting right in front of people who are likely interested in what it is you have to offer. So definitely ads if they're on Facebook. If they're not on Facebook, of course, it's not going to matter. Um, but one of the things I will mention in terms of um, I've, I've got this question recently: why it's important to why do you need to post you know multiple times per day? Uh, and the reason being is because everyone on fa- everyone that is uh, maybe following your page on whatever social media site it is, uh, when you post something, everyone doesn't see what you post because it depends on when people are online. Uh, it also depends on uh, what they're what they what they're liking, what they're interested in. So posting multiple times per day just gives your content a higher chance of being seen by your target audience, um, especially if you're not uh, running ads. Uh, so definitely multiple times a day will will help to get you out there more. And it's the consistency over time, um, out of sight, out of mind. So the more your your um, your target audience sees you, the the higher chance there is for them to come to you when they need your help and to use your your services. And being on multiple platforms is great. the The um, focus should just be on the platforms that your target audience is on. Yeah. And I think that's one thing. And it's something I talk about quite a bit is like it, from it, what I, I know it's noisy out there. I know mm-hmm. as a loan officer and a, and, and a real estate agent, you're, you're one, you're going to get ads from, Hey, you know, you know, should be doing this. This is how you get on TikTok. This is how you do Instagram stories, LinkedIn, uh, YouTube, and everything else. There's a lot of options for your content. But I, I, one thing that, you know, that I talk about that, that is clearly not done um, enough in our industry, at least from a, a independent level, is the is the focus on creating an avatar. So, so one thing that you know um, that you may uh, that you may not have picked up on, and I'm not talking about Shondell, but I'm talking about the audience, is when Shondell's talking, she's 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 mentioning a lot about knowing what your audience is asking, knowing what, you know, what they like, knowing where they are, it goes right into having an avatar of the people you're trying to reach. And you only know that if you actually pay attention and do some research and create an avatar of your, of your perfect buyer. Russell Brunson calls it your dream 100. And so a lot of what we're talking about there plays into that. And, you know, the, the things that were, you know, really important that what, what Shondell mentioned is, is really knowing where your audience is. And so you'll be, because I get this question all the time. I'll get a DM from someone saying, hey, I don't really do anything on Instagram, but I'm seeing all these people saying I should be on Instagram and, and whatnot. You should only be on Instagram if that's where your target audience is going to be. If that's yeah. where they're making, and not not just be, but like if does is does Instagram really move that, do they, are they on Instagram just looking at visuals? And is that going to um, equate to some sort of business decision for them or consumer decision 
for them. Um, if not, if they don't care, like for example, I, I, I get on TikTok, I'll get lost on there for a half hour or so before I know what's happening, but there's, you know, and, and that, that is just, you know, just a, a warning there. TikTok will be an absolute time suck, but I just go in there because it's funny. Like I just like watching the creative, you know, the creativeness of people, the type of videos they do. There is no way in, I don't watch any of the ads and when one pops up, I don't, you know, I don't, there's, I will not be a consumer when it comes to TikTok. So any ads or any spend on that uh, is going to be lost on me. But I will, and I have purchased things that I've seen in an ad on Facebook. Uh, I have made a decision, a business decision, whether it's having someone on a podcast or a partnership through LinkedIn, someone that I met on there. So those two chan- Instagram does nothing for me as a consumer. Uh, TikTok does nothing for me. Um, YouTube is really what I'm just doing how to. So for me, probably not, but Facebook and LinkedIn is. So if someone's creating a perfect avatar of, of someone like me, like I'm their target audience, Facebook and LinkedIn are, are, are where they're going to get my attention and where as a consumer, I'm going to make that decision. So what, what Shondell said was it, it just extremely important because you're going to be here. Hey, you should be on LinkedIn. You should be on Facebook. You should be on Instagram. Are those popular channels? Absolutely. Is there a lot of attention on those channels? Absolutely. But if your target audience cares nothing about consuming content on any one of those, you're wasting your time. So knowing where they're congregating, knowing that, hey, a majority of the people that are are on LinkedIn, they're active on LinkedIn, or it's Facebook, or maybe it is Instagram, that, then that's where your focus should be. Um, Facebook is, you know, to me is is the number one always just because you're going to get such a, a wide range of people and, and, and ways to, to reach them. But also, you know, narrow it down a little bit because we are talking about niches. Narrow it down a little bit to see where the, that audience is. If it happens to be LinkedIn, then focus on that. If it's Instagram, focus on that. I don't really do a lot on Instagram. I'm, I'm on there. I'll throw content on there when I feel like it. But to me, it's not a big thing. The only the only channels I focus on are LinkedIn and and Facebook, like as far as a strategy is concerned for for business growth. So that's, that's one thing that was... Um, you know, super important. So I, I hope you guys, um, you know, really, really paid attention to that understanding, um, you know, spend your time where your audience is, spend your time where it's going to make the most, uh, you know, uh, difference in, in growing and growing your business. So, uh, great, great points. Great, you know, a great conversation. I think it's, again, it's one that I, you know, it's writing content, having a blog, whether it's contributing to an article, whatever it happens to be, um, the long form content, I think it's a big player for me. I think it's something that, um, you know, loan officers and, and agents sh- should really be focused on. Now, before we, um, you know, bef- before we wrap up, um, any, any last tips or tricks or anything that you want to, you know, want to, you want to end off with? Yeah, definitely. Um, and just to uh, add on to what you were saying or to continue what you were saying in terms of the long form content, long form content is great. Um, and just to, content can come in many, many different forms. Mm-hmm. So another thing to remember is how your, your target audience is consuming content. Um, blog posts are great. And when we write blog posts, we include a lot of different things in there. So we'll include charts, graphs, videos, um, audio text. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we break it up so it's engaging. Nice. So if, you're, if your audience consumes video more, because video is huge as well. Video is a form of content as well. So video is something you can also add. And you do not need to get fancy with video. You can literally use your iPhone, 
record yourself and post it. People like authenticity. They like natural. So you don't, because I, I get a lot of questions around that as well. So that's something you can add. You can even add that into a blog post. So it's not one or the other. You can do video and, con- and content writing, add graphics, add charts, add statistics, just to make it more engaging. It helps people to stay on your page more. And um, yeah, engagement is, is definitely the number one, the number one thing. So uh, that's, that's really what I wanted to add in terms of uh, content. Awesome. No, that's, and that's, that's great. Yeah. You know, using, uh, you know, infographs, um, definitely is, is, is a great visual. It's also something that people tend to love. And so those are all great, uh, you know, great tactics to, to use when you're, when you're writing. So Shondell, if someone's interested in, you know, connecting with you, learning more about your business and, and whatnot, what, uh, what's the best way for them to reach out to you? Uh, they can find me at varsimedia.com, V-A-R-C-I media.com. I'm on LinkedIn all the time. So you could just search for me, Shondell Varciana um, on LinkedIn. You could Google my name and it'll, you know, my, our website and everything will come up as well. Uh, but yeah, our website uh, or LinkedIn, great, great ways to get a hold of me. Awesome. And in fact, that's where Shondell and I met was on yes. LinkedIn. So uh, yeah, LinkedIn's a great channel. If you guys aren't taking advantage of that, check it out, try it, you know, but again, like I said, it, it has to, has to be something that's going to be effective for your business, but um, highly recommend LinkedIn. It, it's definitely, uh, it, sometimes it competes with Facebook, but uh, it's definitely, you know, Facebook and LinkedIn has been my, my one uh, two punch. Well, Shondell, thank you so much uh, for joining me and giving the audience some great tips on writing for a niche. And, you know, we, we, we covered, you know, looking, knowing your audience, um, writing content for a particular niche, um, having a strategy for posting, focusing on the content that's actually going to make a difference to the customers and audience that you're trying to reach and being consistent. So we had some, a lot of great points, uh, a lot of great expertise on this podcast episode. So appreciate it so much. Uh, for, for those of you, uh, one, you know, this, obviously this podcast is free, but one, one thing that I'd like to, to ask for is if you could please go and give us a review let us know how we're doing um, on whatever podcast channel you happen happen to be listening to. Um, so if it's a uh, Google podcast, the great Stitcher, Sound, you know, uh, SoundCloud, um, Spotify, wherever it is you're listening to this podcast, please give us a review. Subscribe. Highly recommend that you subscribe because we're going to be throwing a lot of new content coming on on this podcast. Um, I also remind you that we have a, a couple things for this. Is is the Marketing Interrupt podcast is a Mortgage X creative, meaning that uh, you know it's part of the Mortgage X family. And uh, so you could check us out uh, on Facebook at don'tbestatic.com forward slash mastermind. If you'd like to join uh, our mastermind of modern professionals in real estate and mortgage, it's free. Um, So highly recommend you check that out. Also, I do a once a week newsletter uh, that's called the letter X. And that is the industry's first and probably last un newsletter. So we try to make it fun and, and, you know, and just kind of a recap of, of cool things in the week, some podcast episodes and, and things that I found interesting. So you could subscribe to that at don't be static.com forward slash letter X. The website for us is mortgagexpodcast.com, which you could check out my other uh, podcast mortgage X that I do with Christine Beckwith. And you'll also be able to check out episodes of this podcast, the market interrupt podcast where we focus on marketing that is actually that is going to actually move the needle for you and your business uh, we are a proud member of the real disrupt podcast collaborative you can check out more awesome podcasts uh, at realdisrupt.com 
And so Shondell, again, thank you so much for your time. For those of you listening, thank you so much for taking time out of your day to listen to Shondell and I talk about creating content, writing for your niche. I hope you have an amazing day. Take care. Thank you so much.